When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get on the floor! What's up, people? This is You're Not Listening, the podcast that teaches you how to actively listen to music one song at a time. I'm Sean O'Loughlin. I am dad of Sean. <laughs> I, I want to get you a shirt that says dad of Sean, like on like a jersey that says it on the back. Dad, dad of Sean. Coming at you after a, another little break, we recorded an episode for last month and it, it proved to be a whole lot more complicated than we thought to put it together. It's good info um, too. But that will come out. That will come out in a couple months. Uh, it's a, it's all about cover songs. The, the, that one doesn't really have a time limit, but we're, we're doing an episode this month and then we're going to make sure that we squeeze in our Halloween special episode <laughs> next month because we do that every year and we want to make sure we don't miss those big ones like Halloween and Christmas and you know we do what we St. can Patrick's but I, I gotta say I gotta say yeah, St. Patrick's Day I gotta say the Facebook group has been active mm-hmm. lately mm-hmm. which is cool yeah nice. um, and we've we brought some new people in so welcome to everybody if you if you are a listener as well welcome to everyone that joined the Facebook group we're having a good time over there and there's some good discussions and some cool uh, people are sharing some cool songs and stuff so and the, it's it's good the stuff the cool thing out. is is discussions from people like we know most of the people that have joined it and people are discussing songs who've never met each other from all different genres of our right. lives some different people and that that was the intent that was the intent of the whole thing yes well, yeah, it's pretty cool. Huh? It's pretty cool. Um, before we get into the songs we're talking about today, I want to remind everybody to subscribe to You're Not Listening wherever you're listening right now, so you can get new episodes when they come out. You don't, you know, you don't need to uh, go looking for them; they'll just come right to your phone. And we don't, we never know when they're going to come out. So <laughs> busy, so it'll be a nice surprise. You're, for you. You're just this busy guy. Like you've got an, an unbelievably busy life. It's just I don't know how you do it. Not, well, you know, I bring it upon myself, though. <laughs> like, I don't need to be in grad school right now. I don't need to do it. I'm choosing to. And I have a full-time job, and I have three kids. and Full-time plus just, kids. Soccer, dance. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not in dance class, but my girls say, are. Yeah, your, your, your <laughs> dancing skills have really improved. So, yeah. No, no. Yeah, so it's just, you know, it's just busy. Yep. It's just, Life is always busy, and I'm going to stop. I'm, I'm not going to make excuses. I'm just, this is for fun. So we do it when we can. And uh, we're here back. We're back here today to talk about a couple songs. Remember to check us out on Facebook, like we mentioned. We are on Twitter and Instagram, but, um, you know, Facebook is really kind of where we're centrally located. That's kind of where we we conduct all of our communications with everyone. So I, w- I would recommend checking us out on Facebook. Look at, look up the name of the show, follow the page and join the group and uh, enjoy the fun music content and conversations we have there. If you haven't yet, make sure you check out Pantheon Podcast Network at pantheonpodcast.com. If you like this show, I guarantee you'll find other music related podcasts there that you can listen to it, as well. Because nice as things. we know, people tend to listen to many podcasts because you know if if a, a podcast produces an episode a week that's only one hour out of your week and if you like this kind of content there's a lot of other shows out there that you can find and uh, make sure you check them out and support them as well i think that's it i mean links to all of our stuff is in the show notes so you know anything that i missed you can check out there and i you know go buy t-shirts and all that fun stuff but um <laughs> We brought a couple songs. Dad told me what song he's doing today, and so I decided to go a different route. Since the song that you're doing, you you were doing "Game of Love" by Michelle Branch and Carlos Santana, yep. which was a pretty popular song. So I decided to go the opposite route and pick a song that I think is just really cool, and I enjoy playing and singing and and you know just enjoying. But it's very simple, and it's probably not well known at all. No, uh, by a lot of our audience. So I thought uh, I'd share a song and introduce it to some some of our listeners. So the song that I'm doing is um, "Out with the Crow" by the Haunted Wind Chimes, which is it's a pretty cool song. It's I, it's kind of yeah, no. I was just gonna say I thought you jumped right to the Halloween the Halloween episode. No, by it's the, not. The haunted, it's not Halloweeny. I haunted mean, Wind Chimes. That, that, haunted Wind Chimes. I'm thinking, oh, he forgot. And, right, but <laughs> they're like a they're like a folk slash bluegrass cool. blues it's a cool band. name I mean, but you know, I was thinking like okay yeah. I know how much you love Halloween it's like oh he's 
he's kind of leaning that way already. I can feel it. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, spooky season is upon us, but that's not, you know, that's that's not why I chose this. That'll be next episode will be <laughs> will be a spooky song. But this is not it's not a spooky song. This is just kind of a cool kind of laid back uh folky bluegrassy type song. So, do which one do we want to do first? Yes. Do you have any jokes? Do you have any anything funny? You got anything to catch up on? We haven't done this in a long time. What do you, what do you dad, want to tell the dad people? That joke. That joke. All right, you ready? I understand that Neil Diamond is uh, selling his Volvo on eBay. Yeah. Did you know that? It's I heard sweet, something. Sweet, sweet car, sweet car online. Yeah, I've heard no, that. Terrible. Sweet car online. Sweet car online. I didn't deliver it that well, but deep in the cheese. And I got to, you know what? I, I got to tell you, I started during my walks. I, I started uh, trying to listen to some podcasts and, and trying to get a little more into some of the, the different genres and stuff. And I've been listening to this one, which I'm not going to mention. It's a music. Is it about seafood? Um, no, I, but I, I started. There's to, one really good podcast about seafood out there. Really? Who has what, a very, very what, handsome host. What's it called? Host. And who's the producer? It's called Aquademia. Aquademia. And it's produced by a, a very, very handsome and humble man named Sean O'Loughlin. Oh, okay. Right. Right. I was, was going to say Justin. <laughs> Justin Grant, yeah. Maddie Cassidy. Um, My partner's in crime over there. I love those guys. But no, it's uh, it's kind of a history of a band and all that kind of stuff. But it's it's pretty much one guy talking and just delivering, just telling stories and delivering information. And I'm thinking like, okay, it's kind of cool. And I'm, I think it's got 20 some odd episodes, something like this. And um, I'm on number nine or something like this. And after a little while, I'm starting to think like, okay, I think this guy's wasted or high or something or boring or whatever. And I'm thinking like, this is, it's good content, but it's not engaging. And I'm thinking like, oh, there are a lot of other podcasts out there that, that need to kind of be spiced up a little more. And which is why I like ours because ours is a little more back and forth and, you know, it, it seems a little lighter and stuff, but this was like, all right, I want to get to the end of it because I want to hear so many stories, but come on, buddy, will you start talking, you know? <laughs> so scripted podcast is a whole other beast. People, there, you know, you could do a really good job with scripted podcast, but it needs a little bit of sound design, for my opinion. I think scripted podcast, if you're not a dynamic speaker, like a lot of people Maybe, want to do podcasts, but they're like not, not comfortable or not confident with their public speaking and stuff. So they'll write everything down and then they'll read it. Which makes them more comfortable, but it's not necessarily yeah. the most engaging. Well, to I, I think to. he's yeah, pretty confident because he was a lead singer and all that. Um, I think it's just the old someone said to him, "Hey, you've got some good stories. You should record them." And he's just kind of just there and, and spilling it. And there's mm. some, I mean, there's somewhat of a structure to it and stuff. But it's just like, so I, it just made me I appreciate like, this a little I more. I like than listening we do. to podcasts. I like listening to podcasts where there's multiple people yep. having a conversation because then new ideas are brought up. Yep. And, uh, you know, there's there's a really popular meme out there that's like a picture of a kid sitting on the floor next to one of those, like, ice cream coolers okay. that has a picture of, like, three other people, like, smiling and eating ice cream together. And he's sitting there with an ice cream next to them pretending to be, like, part of the group. <laughs> and it says, this is what it feels like to listen to podcasts. Yeah. Because it's, like, another conversation that's happening but you feel like you're you kind of feel like you're, you're part, part of it because you feel like you're like yep. in the room yep. right and so oh, that's, um, an that's why I, that's, okay. I yeah. like so if i listen to podcasts that are done by like one person those tend to be more really like content specific or they're they have sound design and they're you know yeah, there's no sound there's no breaks in between it's yeah. just like here's a story about this one like you know so yeah the content needs to be like super super good yeah and for me well, to, to stick it, with those. It has to be interesting enough for me to want to know about it is, is what I'm finding stuff. Because it's, mm -hmm. it's, I don't know if it's painful if it's a, if it's, is the good word, but it's just, it, it's like, ugh, come on, get to the point, buddy. And I, I can see why people, you know, half or three quarters way through, you know, s some kind of, you know, episodes, that's just like, all right, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And they go on to something different. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, yeah, interesting. I mean, everybody has different listening habits too, and different stuff that they like yeah. to listen to. Yeah. So yeah, like I listen to some that are like that. They're scripted, and they're just someone, a person reading something that they wrote. But like the content's really interesting. Like I listen to one who's a she uh, for years has been a FBI profiler, wow. and so she looks. So it's like different. You know, you hear, there's a lot of true crime podcasts out there, but this one is looking at the people who committed these crimes and taking a psychological dive into like why they do what they do or why they did what they did. Right. And so she talks about their history and the psychology that influenced them and all this stuff. And like it's scripted and she's just reading what she wrote, but it's super fascinating. Right. So it's like content is, I, that, is they tend to be shorter too. Those ones are probably like a half hour. Yeah. Quick hits yeah. like that instead of something that's over. Yeah. But it's from, it's from Wondery and no knock against Wondery. They have some really good shows, but they put so many ad breaks in. Oh their really? Shows. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. We try to stick with like three, Ad breaks, maybe four at the most in this show. You'll get at least 
six or seven wow. ad breaks okay. in the Wondery shows. Like, and then, I mean, every like it, it feels like every like six minutes there's like yeah. two ads. That's what it feels like when you watch just, Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I just thought it was it was different. Like, okay, I got to bring that up with Sean just because, and you know, I'm I'm guessing there's a million different formats, a million different ways, a million different you know ideas and stuff on how to do podcast stuff. But just it was a little disappointing, and it's like, okay, am I going to stick with this or not? And you know, you you kind of you're in it, so it's, you know, I want to finish it, I guess stuff. But I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not digging. I mean, I, I like it, but I'm I'm not digging as much. As well, I the more stuff do. you listen to, the more you'll figure out like what works for you and what yeah. doesn't work for you, and like what your tolerance i think if the content is good and the conversation is good and it's interesting and it's a topic that you're interested in that you like then like i personally give a little bit of slack to people who maybe don't have the best audio quality right like maybe they don't have great microphones and they're just recording the the sound recorder on their phone and they don't do a lot of editing but they're talking about something that i'm like super interested or passionate about Uh, so i give them grace on that side but then there are other ones where it's like well your content is okay but you know i'm i can't sit here through this because i can't listen to like this poor audio yeah. quality it's not worth it to me if the content well i imagine there's there so, some like, also that you know have all of the, the perfect mics and the perfect studio setup and everything else but it's just like they're not making it because no one cares about what they're talking that's about so so that's what happens things. with these celebrity podcasts right so w- i promise we're going to talk about music <laughs> i promise we're going to talk about the songs that we're and we're gonna we're everyone's gonna listen to it we're gonna we're gonna talk about yep. the songs but this is something that really gets me it, it it, as Peter Griffin would say, it grinds my gears. Um, these <laughs> celebrities what you, wait, did you come go to school out with in Rhode Island right? by chance or something? <laughs> yeah, can you tell? No, I just I just came back from Fall River, Massachusetts. Sure, <laughs> Fall River. Just go to but, Fall River, kid. So a lot of like celebrities will be like, I'm going to do a podcast, and they'll they'll create a podcast, and it'll sound like they'll have professional sound engineers, and they'll do it in in recording studios and stuff, and they'll come out, and they're just. They sound good, but they're just so bad. Like because they're not podcasters, right? They're actors or they're right. performers or something. So like, Will Ferrell came out with one that was like the Ron Burgundy podcast, and it was like him as Ron Burgundy from Anchorman, like doing so a podcast, and it was just funny. it just didn't it just didn't work because they just like you're leaning on like you as this character, but that's not enough. Like it's a different medium. Yep. You need to adapt it and make it an actual yeah. podcast. And like it just it was so bad. And um, the problem is those people, like, they'll release episodes and, like, drop in their first episode and they already got four million downloads on the first episode as soon as it's out, right, because of who they are. And, like, masses of people are listening to podcasts that are just subpar. And then there's a guy that's living in, like, rural Ohio, right, who's, like, doing this amazing work with crazy sound design and it's so good and his content's really good and he's just, like, hyper-professional, but no one's heard of him so he's only getting, like, 100 downloads per episode. You know, like that's the problem with the with, with the genre. That's yeah. that's a one problem yeah. with with the medium. Yeah, interesting. But well, it's, it's kind of like whatever. Kind of like think that with TJ stuff, you have these people that would show up with all the newest equipment and you know all the the lights and every bell and whistle and you know they turn on the music and they start talking. It's like yeah, this guy sucks. And then you have other people just like yeah. you're going to come on in and you know you're going to be you know stripped down, but the music, the quality sounds good, and you have somebody who's going to be a professional and it's going to be a great gig. You know, so it's it's just the same thing. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. It. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, gear doesn't make no gear. I, make I the think artist, gear right? hides other other things that that are missing. You know, eh, sometimes. You know, so all right, music. Yeah. Yeah, let's do yours all first. Right. Let's do mine first. Yeah, sure, because it's short. I'll give you a little preview of the beginning. So my song is called "Out with the Crow." Click on the link in the show notes to listen to it on YouTube. And uh, here's a little snippet of the beginning. So that's the beginning of it. Um, go listen to it. Come on back and we'll talk about it. All right. So you listened to it, Dad. Yep. Yep. What was your initial reaction to that? Because you had never heard this song I hadn't. Before. I hadn't. Um, first off, I, I, I said, God, Sean's always bringing some really interesting stuff to the table. And I feel like I bring lame crap to the, to the table. So I was immediately overwhelmed with, with that. But um, initially I thought, it sounded a lot like the stuff that um, by Nathaniel Rad, uh, Radliff and the uh, the Night Sweats. Great yeah. Great lift in the Night Sweats, yep. yeah. Which is good, you know, especially when it kind of kicks in and, you know, the chorus and it's stuff. It's a little more bluegrass country, yep. down home kind of yep. feel but, to but it. But good. No, interesting. And, um, you know, and, and I think 
you, I mean, you, you always make fun of me like, okay, you know, I always play, you know, either beach stuff or on the boardwalk or, you know, Buffett stuff or, or, or straight up rock from Springsteen or whatever. You go like, okay, I'm going to be the, the bluegrass roots guy for a little while and then I'm going to do my ska thing and I'm going to do my punk thing. So you have like, <laughs> your, your things you kind of lean on as well, just like all of us, you know, we have different genres that we always kind of like and lean towards. Mm -hmm. uh, so I can see how you'd find this maybe somewhere, you know. Yeah, this came knowing. on, I think this came on Pandora for me. You're like, oh, okay, where's this song? And then all of a sudden you pay attention to it and then kind of pay, you know, add it into your into your uh, your lists and, and, and then do a little yeah. deep dive in it. But um, yeah, interesting. I, I can see how you'd like that. I would probably never come across this because I'm not so sure that I would kind of have that as my, you know, my radio or my Pandora or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. Some of my Pandora stations have kind of like, morphed you know how you, like you like you could start off with pandora and be like i want to listen to like jimmy buffett and then after listening for like two weeks listening to that same station it, it's it's playing like like slipknot like or yeah. something crazy like yeah. it's weird yeah. how these things morph right so i have a couple radio yeah. a couple stations on pandora that have really kind of gone down this route of either like dark folk music like this that's kind of like a little bit darker like in um minor keys and you know a little bit that's because uh, your Alexa is always looking at you and listening to you so i was like okay he likes <laughs> halloween so let's do that that's fine right or or you know the, and like the dark cabaret stuff a lot of that yeah. stuff comes in which is i i love that i think that's super cool with like the horns and stuff but i don't i have some of those songs on my list we'll get to those another time or or it goes the other direction with like irish stuff so like my <laughs> i have a pandora station that i think i did brian fallon and it now plays all like dropkick murphys and the tossers and like all really? that kind of stuff, like the 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 um kind of flogging molly like the punk irish stuff like that's like all it plays now that's which funny. is weird so i don't know it's just like oh i like you know oh yeah i know this song and you like it and then it starts playing more and songs that's what it does it takes like that different one. directions based on that okay so you yeah. you kind of forget that yep. i'm listening oh yeah forget i'm listening to the brian felon radio because i've been listening to all this irish stuff but like it's still playing songs that i like I, so i'm saying that i like it so that it morphs i find the, that the algorithm does, does spotify do the same thing because i find the same thing with spotify and sometimes i won't even like i'll just put it on like when i was you know working in your basement i'll just put it on a on radio station of somebody that i like and do the radio side mm -hmm. of it and then 10 or 15 songs in, like I didn't hear one song by that artist, but like, oh, this is kind of good right. stuff. But I also didn't go back and say, I like that song. I like the song kind of did. So it didn't take. Well, me I don't know if it really does that based on your likes. I think that the radio stations on Spotify, they're more, I think they're more like playlists. I, and I, I think agree. they're curated by like what other people, like people who listen to that artist. Yeah. What else do okay. they listen to? Because I have heard like duplications, like, okay, that's the same playlist, you know, that I, I heard three weeks ago. It's like, okay, I, I think I know the next song's got, and it's a little yeah. different, but yeah, it's similar. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I think that's how that's. Yep. How that's I, and initially I thought on this song that, you know, I'm thinking squirrel nut zippers is what I, I came up with right away. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't see that. No, no, I just, I, that doesn't, I don't. <laughs> Th that's what I, I don't, th th those, those feel like completely different genres to me. Yeah. They, they felt very similar to me at first. I mean, besides, besides the, uh, the uh, Nathaniel Ratliff and stuff, but yeah. Yeah. This feels a lot more folk. This like, this doesn't feel like, like the Southern folk to me. This feels a little more Western. Well, they're from Colorado. So maybe, yeah. Kind of like, yeah, I, I kind of picture more like, like ghost town cowboy type yeah. feels with this, like the, the kind of the wild West meets I guess like uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of a weird weird right. feel to it. it. Like they fit. don't really fit into one genre. Yep. And this I actually look, so I have a biography of them, and it says the band draws from traditional folk and American roots music. The songs have a vintage quality, as if they've been written uh, yesterday or seventy five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Grounded in honeyed harmonies and spirited, spirited picking. picking. I, I made a comment about that too. I, I wrote that down. Grounded in yeah. honeyed harmonies. And spirited picking. And spirited. So that's did you so find cool. the same same thing? I just thought I did? that's how that's their opening on their Instagram. Yeah, it's not quite bluegrass or blues or country, but the elements uh, of all those are in their right, songs. Right. And they paint pictures of empty train stations and nights of passing a jug of moonshine around. And I think that's a really good description. Again, that's night sweats to me. That's that's Nathaniel Ratliff. You know, that's yeah. that's the impression I get from him. Yeah, it, but they're like in a city in my mind, right? That's like the city version and of this them. is the more rural rural country yeah okay i get that I get that's that. kind of how i how i picture it and i, I listened so, to i went on on um youtube and listened to some of their other stuff um especially mm -hmm. when um they have their female vocalist singing it brought back a oh, brother where art thou you know kind of yeah, stuff exactly you know? yeah late 1800s yep. early 1900s yep. rural out west or down south yep. you know southwest yeah but not not music. southern but just roots 
Yeah. Well, okay. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. And one of the songs I really like from them is "Sun Shining Bright." If you want to go back and listen to that, I think that's one that you you really enjoy too. And yeah, they have they have some good stuff. Sure. They they actually you know besides the uh, the the, the artist already mentioned stuff, I also got a little taste of the band from them, like a traditional yeah. band, not just the weight. You know, everybody knows stuff, right? But traditional band, like they they I think they kind of started out kind of going in that direction. If you listen to some of their their deep dive stuff, it feels a little but little like um. Like like these guys do, you know, from the band. Yeah. yeah. So there's a band that I saw years ago open for Barefoot Truth, actually, and they're they're from upstate New York, and they're they're called Spirit Family Reunion, and they have a, a similar sound to this. They have a little different instrumentation, but they do have a banjo, but they have a fiddle player, and they have um, some kind of loose harmonies in there that are, are pretty similar to this. So it's kind of the same genre where it's like three or four, like you can't really call them bluegrass, you can't really call yeah. them country, but it's kind of like a mixture of a bunch of different genres, and it's similar sound. Nope. And, what, and that's kind of what it reminds me what's of. What's the deal with these guys? Are they still out touring? Are they still making music? Are they? Yeah, no, I think they're still. 2000, it says years active. It says 2006 to present. Okay. Right. So as far as I know, they're still out doing could, stuff. So could you go go to a show and watch these? Watch this for two hours? Probably. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. I feel like it would be more of like a like a festival, right? Like the Newport Folk Festival or something like that. Okay. Like feels like a, it would be a better fit at something like that. Outdoors. Outdoor venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Okay. Got you. Like, I don't know if I'd go to a stadium show with this type. That, that's not the kind of music, right? Yeah, I don't think they could fill a stadium, could they? I don't know if they have that kind of following. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Although these are so, kind of guys that we should reach out to and ask them if they want to be on the, the podcast. I want to yeah. be interested. So Yeah, for sure. All right. So what do you um, Give me so, some details. What do you like? You know, there's not too much to talk about because it it's pretty laid back and it's very straightforward. Yeah. I really like in the beginning of this which i played earlier i like when the bass comes in stand up bass too you start to hear it do 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 and he's just going down the neck ah. and then it's that bluegrass bass line <laughs> you don't hear squirrel nut zippers in there i mean i i guess they have similar bass yeah. lines to that but like i'm look squirrel nut zippers have like the muted trumpet and the horns and oh, yeah, they, they, it's a, they, a lot more jazzy yeah but they have this kind electric of guitars too. but and, they have this kind of feel too so okay no i like and i like that too that was that was something i picked up on right away i love the stand-up bass yeah so there's a couple lines in here that i think are really cool and it really kind of sets the 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 mood and the scene like this is the a, like songs like this are cool because they like tell stories and they tell stories in a way that you can like picture them in your mind right like you can like feel the atmosphere in there and there's one line here that i think is really cool um, it's at around 105. Big mom girl, got my mind and down Louisiana, leave it all behind. Long black hair, deep brown eyes, be down Louisiana, leave it all behind. And that old number five will be southbound, blow smoke. Let the long black train burn cold and take me home. That second verse is cool. That old number five will be southbound blowing smoke. Like that is just a visual, yeah, right? Yeah. Let let the long black train burn coal and take me home. Yeah. Like it's it's this coal burning engine. Le- it's just a big train just cruising down the rail. And you can just picture like it out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Right? It's just a really cool Leaving a, uh, visual. a station that was writing. empty. Right, right. It's good writing. Yeah. It's really good writing. Interesting. And uh, there's, you know, there's a lot of the lines are like that. Like you could, you could almost like write out the lyrics on this. And it would like tell tell a story that you could follow, Disney which movie, is kind of right? cool. Right? Yeah, I really I, I like that. I think that's cool. Um, and that's right, in, and that leads right in. And that's the right in, in in tune with the stuff you're doing for your master's degree too. You know, for you know, doing some screenplay stuff. You could write a screenplay, right? Well, the, the course song. I'm taking right now, actually, uh, I have to write a short, uh, a one act yeah. screenplay, and it's actually a it, it's a I'm writing a western. I'm writing it in like the wild west of like 1880. So. Nice, nice. I get maybe that's why I picked this song. Maybe yeah. my mind is kind of living in that world right now, you know. Well, you can have maybe this as a back, you know, you're, you're backing ground, you know, you're backing uh, vocals and, and soundtracks. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I think my story is a little bit darker than this, yeah. but you know, so that actually leads right into the bridge, which I think is cool because it's it, it's it draws the feel of the vocals back a little bit. You can feel you could, you could hear in that verse kind of the regular melody, and then when they go into the bridge, they they tone it down a little. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. You see what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And then 
they after that bridge they do a solo which is cool it's just like an acoustic guitar solo uh with the mandolin and banjo carrying the rhythm section so they're not strumming the guitar the, the guitar is being used for the solo and right after the solo is when he kicks it in uh with the vocals and really kind of ramps it up and kind of goes a, he doesn't go crazy but he really kind of that's an lets list. it all he, he lets it all loose and that is the best part of yep. the song when yep. he does this and i'm just gonna let that play for a little bit because i want you to listen to when he really ramps Kicks up the in. vocals and i want you to listen to the background vocals because they're really cool they're kind of subdued and kind of like actually it's fitting it, they're kind of haunting the the background vocals the way they do it so just listen to it so i'm gonna play it right at the end of the solo and then you'll hear it go into uh that last verse Did you hear those yeah. those background vocals? Yep. Just ooh, it yeah. just adds a, a an extra layer onto. It, 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 it's cool because he's singing faster, but it's a really slow and and kind of flowing backing vocal behind it, which it it just kind of adds a a weird dimension to it. It's pretty cool. Okay, Rem- you look like you have something to yeah, say about re- that. <laughs> refresh my memory because I don't think we did a we I don't think we did it in one of the episodes, but down by a song that you played for me. Years ago, down by the river, I don't know if it was Alabama Shakes or. Uh, oh no, Delta Ray. Delta um, Ray. Yes. This feels like that. No. It's it's sim- yes yes okay similar all right that song was um oh my it's a long way to the bottom of the river okay okay and yes where, that song is a lot more haunting and it, than and this it's got the haunting uh, vocals in the in the chorus that and stuff, has yeah. one uh, that actually that song has been on my list since day one um, <laughs> because there's there's one vocal line where she just unleashes her voice and it's it's ridiculous and unbelievable similar to what just um, happened with with his voice right right okay similar yeah. similar to this yeah okay but that one is a lot more i mean she just she puts everything behind it and it's crazy so no. we'll, we'll do that song for let's sure do that next next point. time because we always talk about let's do you know some strong women vocals stuff like that let's do that oh yeah. no halloween next. yeah i'm sorry i mean i i have another song by delta ray that that could that two songs that could work for the halloween episode okay. actually right. so so that so, uh, so, actually, so and then I, wasn't, the last thing, I wasn't crazy to think that that kind of brought me back to that song. Okay, thank you. No, okay. no, I think that's a good comparison yeah. for sure. And then the last thing that I have because it kind of it just kind of ends. It doesn't really have any big yes. finale or anything. I noticed that. Yeah. That's the best part right there. But one line that he that I stopped right before he said it that I think is a really another just really cool line that's just you know fun writing. Uh, I'll just play it for everyone. That I if you don't really catch what he says, I'll I'll repeat it. Gonna see man turn water into wine. Me and my friends will be drunk by supper time. <laughs> Come see man turn water into wine. Me and my friends will be drunk by supper time. I just think that's a cool line, right? With the, with a stand-up bass in the background, too. They do. I know. I lo- yeah, I love that. And uh, there's a lot of those, like, you get it where they'll everyone will drop in between verses or in between lines, and that bass will just keep going. And you hear the really kind of messy grittiness of like the strings kind of bending yeah, a little yeah. and not it's not perfectly in tune and it's kind of it's it feels like thrown together like it feels like one of those songs where you get like four people around one microphone in an old studio and in, in a radio station you know like and and they just they all stand around one mic and they're just like jamming and oh, just brother, playing and that's what it feels yeah, like yeah yeah He's, yeah similar yeah, yeah exactly yeah exactly it's that feel and uh, I think having that bass not be so tight and not like perfectly in tune and, and, you know, because it's a stand up bass, it's fretless. So it doesn't, you're not hitting the notes exactly. It's like going to be a little bit wavering. Yeah. 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 And I think it just kind of adds to the whole but feel in the it atmosphere. It feels authentic. Of the song. Yeah. 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 Can you play so that, that, that I mean, part that's again? All I have. Can you play that part again? That last line? Yeah. That last one you just hit. You still have that up? Man going down in a high at the moon. Let them know you're around. Come see man turn water into wine. Yes. Me and my friends be drunk by summertime. Up in the dawn. Yeah. And then he just kind of repeats that first line and then they, they just end fades it. Up. I mean, yeah. that's, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool song. And it's cool because like it's fun to sing. It's fun. It's easy to play. It's fun. You know, like I. Do you play that? I just, I, when I had my, so before I got my Irish tenor banjo, I had my regular five string like bluegrass banjo. And I, this was one of the only songs that I learned how to play, but I, I was just kind of strumming chords on it. Um, and I was playing, I played around and, and singing with this cause it was fun. But, um, yeah, it's. So you know the song for a I while. Just, I thought, I just thought this was a song that, oh, you, yeah. that you uh, just came across recently. Okay. No, no, I've known this for a while. Yeah. yeah. 
That's very cool. I like it. I just yeah. You, you've you've uh, educated I, me because I like song the I, didn't I like know. the atmosphere. Like I feel like there's certain song like it, not every song but there's certain songs that kind of evoke like images in your mind of like a scenery or setting or an atmosphere and. This is one that definitely does that, and I think that's I think it's cool. You might be a little more in tune with that though, because of all the work you've been doing for that for that degree. You know, think, I mean, I've been yeah, I've been imagery and stuff. Yeah, everything that you do is, is you know right now, um, everything I'm doing is like revolving around storytelling. So right. like, how can you right. know everything you listen to or you witness or you see like or you're told? It's like, well, how could that be a story? How could that play right. into right? So and you think yeah, about that, I, that song, makes sense. That song is a story, really. That's storytelling right. at its best, right there. You know, yep. But not in the in the um, the twangy South Southern kind of country music thing, you know. It's mm-hmm. a, like you said, it's very different. You know, feels a little more rootsy and stuff. So yeah, 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 cool. Like it, nice. Yeah, almost like Appalachian or yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so like it's so not. Yeah, when you put on that, whether you put it on you know Pandora, Spotify stuff, and then it brings up other suggestions. Do you get similar bands that you have not known about? Yeah, so I think I I feel like this one probably came from whoever I was listening to when I discovered the Shaky Graves. I think we've played them. Yeah, we've talked about. I don't know if we've talked about them before, but I I think I've shared a song by the Shaky Graves on the um, Facebook page before. And I I actually ended up hearing that song in a car commercial not too long ago. The Shaky Graves, really, um, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and so that's a similar sound. And I think yeah, I listened to a band called the Peculiar Pretzelmen, who actually have a really cool, like really messy dirty kind of like their songs their songs evoke an atmosphere too but it's more like in line with like the rusty diesel like it's almost like the mad max movies you know like you you picture that type of imagery right where it's like dirty greasy hot sunny and like that kind of like that kind of (laughs) atmosphere uh and less like the kind of open space you know romantic central yeah yeah. So it's just, it's really, it's, you know, where your mind goes. If you, if you allow your mind to be immersed in, in the sounds of these songs and the words that they're saying, and you, you know, you pay attention to kind of the scenery that you're picturing in your mind. It's, it's, you get a really, you get a lot out of this type of type of music. It's a lot of trains. You know, takes you places, takes of, you places. A lot of trains. Yeah. <laughs> well, Peculiar Pretzelman is more cars. I, I'm picturing like, like beat down diesel engine cars, right? Okay. I, they actually have a song that's called "Smells Like Diesel." <laughs> so, Sets a tone. Yeah. Nice. Favorite part yep. when he kicks in uh, his voice. That, yeah, when he when he ramps up his vocals at the yep. end. I just think that's really cool. And, uh, and it's cool how they kind of like do it for a quick verse and then just drop back again and then just end the song. They're just yeah. like, "Yep, yeah, that's that's it." Yeah. And if if you listen to that that one that was it, sun I, I crossed it out, sun, sun shining bright or something like that. Similar. Yeah. That's a similar one, too, so listen to that one. Yeah. Can you see anybody else doing this, or just kind of unique? Yeah, I mean, I, or I could you see yourself any of those playing types, this? Like, I could see the, what's that? Could you see yourself playing this with a couple guys sitting around somewhere in front of a fire? Yeah, I actually, so I, I, so a few years ago, we played music at a company outing day with me and a couple other people from work, and I, one of my coworkers plays stand-up bass. We didn't play this song, but we learned it, because really? he, he liked it, too, and so we learned, we kind of played through it messing around, but... Um, what were so you yeah, playing I guitar? Could I was playing the banjo for that okay. for that one. Nice, but um, yeah, I think like I said, bands like the Shaky Graves could definitely knock this out of the park. Spirit Family Reunion bands that some of our listeners probably haven't heard of, right? But um, similar sound and feel. So you know, maybe those are the bands that we should reach out to, you know, and uh, not try to get Carol King and uh, yeah. you know James Taylor. Yeah, on the yeah, show for sure. I almost did an against me song because I was like, oh, you give up on getting Lord Jean Grace on the show, but yeah, not giving up quite yet. No, okay, um, soon. <laughs> I'm gonna need to talk about them soon. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, um, is we had a nice promo from Vinny that he did at the end of his thing. Can we extract yeah. that at some point? And put that out there. Yeah, I'll get that out. Yeah, For, forget for all about sure. that. I was thinking, I don't know what made me think of that. This yeah, I forgot about stuff. that too. So, you know, and and did, I think Graham did one too, didn't he? Did he do yeah, maybe. I don't remember. You have to ask him to do that. So. All right, cool. Nice. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That was a good one. I like that. I like it when I learn something yeah. new. So when I learned about a new song. Yeah, I know it's not really the type of music that you listen to, but you know. I, but I. But you know what? Uh, what I realized is for about 25, 30 years, I was damaged pretty much because all I was listening to was, you know, the kind of two what or you three could bands. use when you're working. Yeah, the kind of two or three bands that I followed and, you know, you know we listened to on a, on a regular basis and everything else was pretty pedestrian because I had to. Because it was, you know, DJ mm-hmm. work on every Saturday, 
you know, I'm, I'm playing Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like, okay, but I like that, but it's good. But I, so I, I kind of got away from learning and, and knowing other stuff. And now that I have more time, I would listen to this. This, this is stuff like as I'm working in the artist, because I would put this on, you know, and, yeah. and, other, and be welcomed to other stuff as well. You know, so I'm starting to listen to, to more interesting stuff than, than I didn't have time to in the past. You know, so good. Well, nice. I'm glad I can share it with yeah, you then, because I listen to a lot of different genres that and I don't know are how, when you really find wacky time. and crazy. I don't know when you find time. I mean, I know you have a long drive in the morning and stuff for those three days a week, but when do you listen to podcasts? When do you listen to this stuff? Like, you don't have you don't Whenever have time. You have three doing, girls. You have a, yeah, one, and you have a you wonderful wife, I'm, and you have goats and, and a dog. Like, when, when do you? Do yeah, this? but when I go and do, if I'm doing anything out in the goat yard, I have headphones on and I'm listening to music or I'm listening to podcasts and. A lot of, th- through my work day, I'm doing a lot of busy work on the computer and you just have okay. headphones in, you know? That's, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But, so I would listen to this. I would definitely, you know, put those, put that in. I like this. And also some of the, you know, Shaky Graves and some of the other bands you mentioned. So maybe I'll put a pot. Yeah, yeah. The song by Shaky stuff. Graves that I, the, the song that I like by Shaky Graves, what is it called? <clears throat> well, you and I both know. What the, let's see. And what was the other one? Family? Is dearly, yep. dearly Departed is the song by Shaky Graves that okay. I like. Um, and it's, that's the one that showed up in, it showed up in a car commercial recently. I don't remember what, what the brand was, but, uh, it's one of those things where like a a song comes on that, you know, they chose it because it's a good song, but no one knows it. And they're trying to be edgy and you're like, Hey, I know this song. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that means you're edgy. And what's the the upstate New York band? Uh, spirit family reunion. I just want to write that down too. Okay. They're a little more kind of raw. They sound a little more bluegrassy to me, but it's also because they have like fiddle in their band. Right. So it's. Interesting. Okay, nice. And they are the like I, when when I saw them live, they did the thing where it was like one. It, I mean, the drummer had like a snare drum, and then everyone else was standing, gathered around one microphone. Like That's that was cool. how they. That's cool. Did yeah. it? So it was it was cool. They were really good. Nice. Yeah. All right. Good. Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Cool. I like that one. So let's do yours. Okay. You ready? What do you got for me? So Michelle Branch, Kylo Santana, two thousand two. Uh, the game of love. All right, here's the. Uh, let me yeah. play the beginning yeah, of it, yeah. and we'll have people listen yeah. to it. And then we'll talk. So this is the very beginning. This is from may the, not, not know it. This is from the music video. So there's in the beginning. There's like extra backing sounds. <laughs> So that's it. Pretty, so pretty. I'm sure people have heard it. So go go click but, the link. But have they? You know? I think I think so. I think this one was played on the radio. Yeah, I mean it was it's a top five and it stayed on the, the charts for a long time and stuff. But I think it was the uh the ugly stepsister to smooth, you know? Yeah. When did that stuff so. Uh well go listen to it. Click the link in the show notes for the YouTube link and listen to it and then come back and we'll talk about it. <laughs> Now, do you know it? Do you want to listen to it, or do you want to just talk about it? No, I know it. Okay, I know it. Okay, so, so what do you think? I uh, honest, don't like it. Never, never really liked this song. Really, really. Okay, I don't know why. I just, it just, I think it, for me, it was kind of in the cheese and kind of. Yep. I, you know, I've never. It's weird because I'm, I, I am a guitarist, but That's I've exactly never what really I wanted to talk been, about. Go ahead. I've never really been a fan of Santana's yep. music. And and it's not that he's not an amazing guitarist. He's obviously one of the best mm-hmm. and he's legendary. Uh, and, but that, that kind of Spanish blues style, never draws just, in, huh? I, I, it never did it for me. And yeah. I just, I, it, 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 you can only bend a string so many times and play the same note so many times. Like right. I, I just, for me, it just, that is not a sound that I, that has clicked with me ever. Right. Um, and I, and I, I've always kind of felt like this song was two different songs trying to be one. Like, I feel like there's nope, like a Santana I, song in there and then there's like a, a pop song in there and right. they're really trying to force them together. And to me, for me, it doesn't work, but I, I understand that there's really good elements in this song. Right. So, and I, th- um, I think that's what drew me to it is it feels not like a Santana song till about two minutes in, or, you know, whenever he, he kind of kicks back in, which I, and, and I mean, I grew up with Santana stuff. I, I, I'm I'm super drawn to him from his uh, performance at Woodstock, you know, mm-hmm. and the Michael Shreve um, drum solo and all that kind of stuff, which was awesome. But uh, you know, not I'm not huge. I mean, 
evil ways and blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I mean, he's got a couple instrumentals that are, that are magical right. that if you've ever listened Black to magic them, so. woman. No, no. Some instrumentals that are, that are just oh, yeah. really, really, really uh, special. Uh, and like, they'll give you goosebumps if you, if you go and listen to him stuff. And it's very different mm-hmm. than him just kind of wailing. Uh, it's funny when I used to work at rainbow records, um, Mike beam, you know, um, rest in peace was not a huge Santana fan at all and stuff. And he used to make jokes and I, you know, I'm, it's not like we'd argue. It's like, I love Santana. Like it was never that. It's just like every so often it would come up and he said, yeah, he, he used to call him something. And I can't remember the exact quote, but it was something like, yeah, the master of the, the one note, um, solo, uh, one string. Is so, that's what I'm like, saying. And that's what and it you is. Hear that you, in this, it you, you hear that in this, he'll oh, yeah. bend, he'll bend that string and then he'll just play it like 14 times in yep. a row. And yep. it's like, that's the solo. Yep. Um, and that's what, it's so funny. There's a, so, um, on like TikTok and Instagram, there's these videos are going around and, and it, there's a meme right now where it's like, you need to add feel to your playing and everyone's, and, and the joke is like, okay, so when you add, adding feel is just bending as much as you can like just bend the strings over and over and just like slow down what you're playing and bend it as far as you can and like that's quote adding feel and that's yeah, like the joke yeah, that's yeah. out there so again the, it, it, this song it, i was i've always been drawn to and there's always a back in the back of my mind i used to think like why didn't that hit bigger you know i mean it was so he had he he put out um the album with with all the different artists that he you know he collaborated with and stuff and and smooth with with Rob Thomas came out of it which was a huge song you know and all and I you know how, you know how much I love Rob Thomas you know and all the stuff he's done and I like that song too but it, that felt like okay that was um call me maybe you know that was you know that was like every other song that was number one and stuff like okay pretty good but overplayed and I don't want to hear that anymore and then he put another album out and he did the same kind of collaborations with lesser known artists and this one was. I think the main uh, single that came from it. And I always thought like, mm-hmm. I love her voice in this. And I like the idea that it, it was her song. He reminds you that it's a Santana song later on, but it was her song and her voice and the way she, she just kind of, um, kind of took it over was so unlike some of the other stuff that, that Santana always does. Cause I mean, there's no question like it was Santana, you know, smiling with his hat on and stuff you know, in, in any kind of video and just playing his guitar. Like, okay, that's every Santana song you've ever heard. Right, yeah. <laughs> and that's not this at all, you know, um, until it is, you know, right. about half, halfway through. So I always thought that was kind of cool stuff. So I guess it was initially done for Rum, the the, the lead singer, the main, the main front guy of um, New Radicals initially. And then Clive Davis, who's who's a legend, obviously, in, in, in the music world and stuff, said, I want a female vo- uh, vo- uh, voice on it, you know, that sound. Yeah. So it was going. It was I don't think this would work well with a male voice. No, no. And it, so I think that's the right move. Went to Tina Turner, and Tina Turner turned it down initially. Although there is a version on his like reprise or greatest hit song like this that she does, and it's a very different feel. Her feel of it is very, very yeah. Different. That you would know, be very different. Which I didn't. I didn't. Li- I don't like as much. I know people say it's you know it's a very different feel because it's um a, a, a more mature woman's view of love versus, you know, a young girl's, you know, which, which is the kind of one you mm-hmm. get feel from Michelle Branch stuff. Um, but it just, I, I, it, it just, the old, here's this guitar master. Like you said, he's, he's amazing. You know, anything else, mm-hmm. certainly his style and it probably hasn't been duplicated a lot with his style and stuff. And then her, he has her strumming her, her acoustic. But for me, it works, you know, especially if you do watch the video stuff. It's like, okay, this is kind of cool. And I always thought See, for me, this is a it, better it feels, song than, I know, than, it, than it should have been. You know, it should have been more more pick, picked up on. People should have liked it a little more. Go ahead. Sorry. And I know this was the opposite of how it worked, but to me, it feels like they had a song, like a pop song with her singing, and then they gave it to him and said, just turn this into one of your songs. It's Santana. And, you know, <laughs> that, yeah, Santana, yeah. Santanize this. Um, <laughs> like that's, that's what it, that's what it feels like to me. It just feels like it's too, yeah. it's, it, they're too far away from each other to be able to make it work. Okay. In my mind, you yeah. know, like. Yeah. I think that- like there's some songs where where you take two things right. So when we did our very first episode and we did Disturbed covering Simon and Garfunkel, yes, yeah, um, that was one of our obviously first very right? very different genres, and that's different because it's a, it's a cover, but that was able to work because the, the subject matter and the way the melody works. But this feels like two completely different songs, and they're they're just mashing them together. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I can and it, see that. It just doesn't seem to, to, to work together for yeah. me. It's like you find, like if, if you found another song that would work with that Spanish sounding guitar, you could do it a little bit better, but okay. I, that's just how I hear it. It just yeah, doesn't I'm gonna, sound I'm gonna try like to change, it's quite right. I'm going to try to change your thought on this because I think what can happen. So, you, so here it is. 
she's got a very sweet voice. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. She's got such a, a nice vocal and very, very smooth. And when he kicks in later on, you know, with a, you know, it's like, okay, okay, Carlos, we know yeah. it's you. Thanks. Then I think. But that's what he does, right? Like, that's what he knows. But I think as a listener, <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, and it's like, oh, by the way, you know, like little girl, like, let me show you, like, how to do this. Like, it, it's cute that you're strumming your guitar, but um, sit back, rookie, and let me show you, you know, my electric guitar. What's going <laughs> yeah. on. But as a listener, and especially if, if you're not, if you're already not a Santana listener, I won't say fan, but listener, I can hear you about five seconds after he starts that, like you shutting down. It's like, okay, Santa, you just, you just <laughs> ruined it. It feels like it's a mashup. I'm not going to pay attention. But I think... If you if you listen a little deeper and, and and don't stop listening, if that that's that's our next, I think that should be our next podcast. <laughs> don't stop listening. If you don't stop listening, it kind of it, it gets blended in better. Like at the halfway point, no, but three quarters away and then towards the end, I think it feels like it's one song. Yeah. Okay. And, and I just you... feel I just feel like the song, the song that she's singing, it's doesn't pretty... feel like the kind of song that needs wailing solos. Is what it is. Right. Okay. I think that's where, what it comes down to for me. Like the song that she's singing is is great for an acoustic strumming yep. song, okay. and it's great and it's a great pop song. It's a little overly. It I don't know. I actually haven't really looked at the lyrics. It comes off as a little overly positive, um, <laughs> in my mind. Yeah, like a, like a, it like a I, I think it comes off as it comes off as a little too bubbly. Okay, right? cheesy. And I think I think because it's it is kind of bubbly and it's a really good melody and stuff for like that kind of pop acoustic strumming. Yeah, adding a wailing solo to it like that is not what it needs. So like a Jack Johnson song, then all of a sudden you, you throw in some Jimmy Page or something like that at the end. Uh. I yeah, you know, like this just you wouldn't like you wouldn't put those two things together. Yeah. And so that's I think that's what has always kind of kept me away from it is like, okay. like it's a nice song for what it is, and then you're adding something that just doesn't work for it. That's okay. how I... That but let's let's walk through it, and then I'll explain why. I, I think yeah, yeah. I want to I want to educate you with this one. So, because you always like bring new stuff to me, and it's like, oh, okay, I never thought of it this way. I want to try to do it this time. You know, so she sings the first she openings, and again, very sweet, smooth voice and all this stuff, and then like 52 seconds in is when she hits, the vo- uh, I think, the chorus for the first time. And it's very layered because it's, it's um you know, her singing over herself, maybe a couple, three different tracks. Yeah. And tasteful fills by Santana. I, 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 that is something I did want to point out. I do like the call and answer. Yep. Guitar fills. Yep. In yep. between, in between the uh, the lines of the chorus. Right. See, yeah, it's tasteful, it's smooth, and not overly sant sant Santanized or Santanized, whatever <laughs> you put in. Uh, um, I think Santanized was the word I just came up with. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds like Satan. Who was yeah, or Santa um, Claus. So, but it's still her song at this point. You know, he he hasn't he hasn't taken it over yet. Okay, and then one nineteen, a nice little, very smooth, really cool fill in there too. Is that it? You may have been watching a different video than me. I did nope. it from the official music video. Yeah, I did too. Try it at 117. Right there. That Yeah. So again, very smooth, very subtle. Fills in the hole nicely, but doesn't overtake it. Okay. You with me so far? Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, I like, like I said, I understand <laughs> that there's no, no. talent and there's good no, elements no. in this. It's just the whole the whole it, thing. It's gonna it's you're gonna it's gonna hit you better. Ready? 141 with the horns. Go ahead. Like where did those come from? All right, so that's a little that those horns are a little that that's a little precursor. Like okay, we're gonna layer it up a little more down the road. So get ready, horns are coming. Okay, mm-hmm. and then obviously the bridge two o six when the horns enter and she's starting to build two before she hands it off to him. Which I have a state I have a thought about that. So um, two o six, I think. <laughs> Now stop, okay? If he didn't do that, which is, I don't know if he can not do that. That's Santana, right. obviously. <laughs> but without that part, 
skip past that and think about the the traditional solo that he's doing, um, which I think um, like a two nineteen. So so skip past that and that so you like take that out of the mix. Right. Did you want me to play it? Yeah, two nine, uh, two nineteen. This is where it's like step that's, back, rec- rookie. Watch what. No, I'm doing that's here. where you just had me start it from. Okay, at two nineteen. Yeah, two nineteen is. Yeah, let it and let that go. Now. Go back to oh, there's the there's the same note, the yeah. bent note. Yeah. Hold on. Eight. <laughs> Play yeah. that same note eight times. Maybe. <laughs> um, but at at um two thirty two, that's a this is a, a Sean O'Lick that I was thinking that you would like. That one you didn't like that one. The doodle 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 doo doo. Yeah, that, I mean that's Santana. I like I like good guitar playing. Okay, it's yeah. <laughs> um, so w- without that that entrance into him taking the, it over with that, it's a pretty smooth anti Santana, with with the exception of that one part that you just pointed out that we plays the same note eight times. Um, yeah. it's it's an anti Santana kind of, um, and little maybe pulled back, I think. Um, solo, okay, yeah, and then at two forty, some someone from in the back of the studios yells this out. I never heard this until I was listening to it closer today. What makes me feel good? Yeah, like where did that come from? You know, <laughs> yeah, um, I actually heard that earlier when I was listening to it too. Thought that was weird. That's not weird, che- but I thought that, yeah, that was that's a little deep in the cheese. It's, um, I mean, the song is a little deep in the cheese, but yeah. like, like I like I said, it, to me, it feels like two good songs. That are layered on top of each other, right? right? Like, right. like I think it also has to do with like his. He has such a unique tone to his guitar that is just so reflective of that yeah. it's Spanish. A little, it's a little grating guitar against feel the brain that he has. Too. It's a little grating, and I think yeah, and I, and I think it's really good for all, all the stuff that he does. I really just feel like maybe you know you get someone. Maybe it's not a Santana song. Maybe Santana yeah. is the the one that's 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 ruining this for me, right? Because, because of like, his style of solo. Yeah, yeah, and it just doesn't feel like it fits the genre. It just doesn't fit the song, and and, okay. and and they're trying really hard to make it work. It's it, it almost feels like when artists have other artists come up during their concert, right? Like it's almost uh, like if she was playing this at her concert and like she's playing her type of music, and then she invite like he just happens to be in the city playing a yeah, show yeah, at the same yeah, time, yeah. and he comes up on stage and they give him a guitar and. He he plays a solo over it, and like everyone goes crazy because like oh my gosh, it's Santana playing Santana. Um, and then you it almost feels like that, yeah. like it's her yeah. song, Where it and fit. he is a guest in it. And um, I, I and think that's why I, think I like it. I, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say I think I'm starting to think that that's, and, and you, you never want to say like oh Santana is what is is I don't want to use the word ruining, but I'm gonna. Right. That's the only word I can think of right now, but yeah. like you know, Santana is what's ruining this song changing, for me. Changing. You never yeah. want to say yeah. that, yeah. but that's almost what it, I think that's almost what it is, is like that. If you removed Santana from it and just put in like a session player on an electric guitar on like a different, different type of guitar with different pickups that doesn't have that, that wailing tubular sound that he has. Yeah. His, um, his sound and you just is, play a little more laid back yeah. solos that kind of like that kind of fit into the background a little bit and are not front and center. This song, this song doesn't feel like a song where the guitar should be front and center. Okay. It should be her voice and, yeah. and the words. See, and, and, I, and I think that's one of the reasons I was always drawn to it because it doesn't seem like it's his song. You know, I mean, he, he yeah. obviously injects himself in it. It doesn't feel but, like his. It feels like yeah. someone else's song, and then they're just like slap the Santana filter on it, and it just. I, I think yeah. it, I honestly think it would be a better song if if he wasn't in it. Yeah, <laughs> which is, you, uh, <laughs> just sounds so blasph- like blasphemy, but that's almost what it seems like to me. But, so but I'm if starting you, to realize. If you take the song for what it is, take that that middle section where he like shreds, you know, when he comes mm-hmm. in, take that out, mm-hmm. and then yeah. have like a tasteful solo that he kind of backs it up to, and then three hit hit three ten where this is the that's breakdown. exactly where I'm. That's exactly how I'm thinking of it. Yeah. I, I, it, it feels like it's a lot more blended without that, that, um, 
searing face melted yeah, guitar. Yeah, right, right. Hit three. Yes, I love this. And he's not filling now. Yeah. Yeah. The it's the part that you love is the part that he's not playing. That's... <laughs> no, because I like the beginning where he is filling in. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it just needs to be a little bit more subdued. I think it needs to yeah. be more supportive and less front and center. And yeah. I think that's what it is. Well, but you know, obviously, it's his song. It's on his album, so the guitar no. is going to be the the spotlight, right? No way. You know what it was like? Hey, we're in the studio. This girl's killing it. She's like, oh man, this song is really good. Like, I gotta take this song over. Get out yeah. of the way. <laughs> his 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 fingers start itching. <laughs> Bitch, this is my album. Yeah, I know. I know. Sit down, rookie. <laughs> People are listening Watch to this, this album to hear me to hear me melt their faces with with my guitar solo. <laughs> and like that's what it is, right? Like it's like it's like a, a song that was written for someone else that's going to go on his album, right? And uh, it, it it almost feels like a little battle between like who whose song is this? And right? it, you didn't feel that with and smooth, she with and Rob, she came in. And it's like when you're watching a movie, right? And another actor comes in and steals a scene yeah, or like go. steals a show. And yeah. you're like, this movie's supposed to be about this actor, but this is the one that steals the show. Which and it's almost me. like she came in and she stole the show and uh, he's just doing what he does. And yeah, which is maybe song, why I was because, drawn to it because I like that. I liked her Yeah, and because she did voice. such a good job and because she sounds so good and like the, the, <laughs> the melody is good for her voice, I think it's almost like you listen to it and your brain wants it to be her song. Yeah. And, and, and then he's, he's being a little intrusive with the guitar. <laughs> I think right. that's what, I, I think that's it, how it's translated in my brain is yeah. it's a little too intrusive. If he was subdued and, and more of a supportive role in that song, I think it would be much, so, it would blend much better. So I think it's one of those two that when you watch the video versus listen to the cut, you get a mm-hmm. feel that she, it's still her song that she's still included in it and all that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, because she's off the background, still strumming and stuff. And, and it is kind of my following eye would her, still right? go to her stuff, right? Right. And he's and just I, kind I, of there I, on the side. He yes. does look like he's in more of a supportive role in the video because yes. it's her and it's and it's him kind of like doing his thing, and then everyone around them is just making out. And, That's kind of a yeah, yeah. And I think I, <laughs> I think I was more drawn to the song even hearing it on the radio because of her voice and everything else. And he was like, okay. You know, in the back, in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, of course that's Santana stuff, but I still like the song because I like the way she's delivering it. You know, it does mm-hmm. seem like her song uh, yeah. with the exception of that minute, minute and a half in the middle. And then, she, then it kind of becomes hers again at the end when, you know, everybody's clapping along, you know, when they with the, with the breakdown and sing along with the chorus and stuff. It just, it's a, it's a happy song. Like I said, it's, it's a little cheesy stuff, but I, I always thought that it should have been bigger and maybe, maybe more paid attention to, if that's a good way to put it. Than it, than yeah. it was. And maybe it was. I mean, p- people probably know it and stuff, but it just always felt like this should have been as big, if not bigger than Smooth, when, when Smooth just hit yeah, so it's huge. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised that you had this on your list because a, a lot, and this is not a knock at you or anything, but no. a lot of your songs are very like outside sunshine, yeah. daisies yeah. kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like not overly positive, but like pretty happy and positive. Yeah. And th- there's not as much of that on, on mine because I'm I'm into, you know, I, I, I like to darkness. feel heavier themes. No, it's not just Halloween and darkness. <laughs> it's not just Halloween and darkness. But I like my, songs that draw. Irish shares, always Halloween. <laughs> I like songs that draw a lot of different emotions and and take you different places. And uh, when I, you know, I don't listen to too many of the songs that just sit really nicely in in the happy cheek, where it's just like celebrating yep. happiness. I think there's yep. a place for that, but it's not. I don't have a lot of that stuff because to me, it feels kind of surface level. Um, and now, that's you feel that, sounds, with the, that sounds very, very pretentious and I do don't you, want to come off that way. But. Do you feel that with some of the OAR stuff? Yeah, some of it. Yeah. Okay. Like I love the song Wonderful Day, but I think that's the same thing. It's very, um, yeah. it's just very like surface level. There's no problems. We're just happy. But, and the, and the, sometimes you need that, you, but. Fun while you're singing it and listen to it at a show and you just want to kind of go and feel happy. You don't want to think yeah. about it. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, uh, you know, like th- there's a reason I like songs like uh, Walking on Sunshine. I think that's like the worst song. One of the worst songs ever, because right. it's just like, like there's no, there's nothing there. It's too shallow. It's just like, yeah, yeah we're just, we're happy guys. Yeah. We're happy. It, it, it's a, it's right. Isn't this happy? Aren't we happy? The sun song. is shining. <laughs> like, it's just like, there's nothing there for me. And, and like stuff like that. Like I just, sometimes I need a little bit more, more meat and the song isn't quite at that level, but the, I think, I think it's the chorus is a little bit of, of that to, for oh. me. And I think that it's pretty telling that I'm sitting here in my office and the sun is shining in the window and you're in the, in the, the darkness of your basement. Don't put me in that, in this category of like a brooding, <laughs> dark, brooding teenager. Like you that's never not the that, case. 
Yeah, not at all. I know. I'm only kidding. That's not the case. Kidding. I just, I, I like, I like substance <laughs> and it just come off. I, I, I understand that it comes off as really pretentious, but yeah. I like the if stuff it, that I listen to, to affect me in certain ways. And, and that overly happy, just kind of celebrating that, the, that it's sunny outside. Just doesn't, <laughs> it's just not enough Walking for me. You know? sunshine. So if it was a searing guitar solo and maybe didn't have that, I mean, I, I don't want to sound pretentious either, but you know, the old, um, nails on a blackboard that Santana sometimes can do. If it was mm-hmm. another searing guitar player, would you have been open to it more? Or you think it would have been the same thing? I think it depends. I think, I honestly think that. It's his style, um, maybe. I don't, I think it's his style. And I think what it is, is I think this song doesn't need. Him. Guitar solos. It doesn't, I mean, you can put a, a guitar solo in there, but it doesn't need to be a showcase, right? That doesn't need to be the spotlight in this song. Yeah, I think, okay. I think you do a guitar solo to, to fill the space between uh, a verse and a bridge, but it doesn't okay. need to be like front and center. Like, like I think if you're doing, if she, if this was her song and she was playing it live at yep. a, a music festival, right? Where he's not um, there. By the, by the time a guitar solo comes up, you get whatever guy is in her band that's in her touring band that's playing electric guitar. Give him a, a you know, give him a, a good twenty seconds or so to do a solo, but nothing yep. crazy, nothing, nothing that draws attention away from her and fills the space. And then she comes back in with the next verse, right, or the bridge or the like, whatever it's leading up to. Uh, and I think that would be perfectly acceptable and would mesh really well with this. But. Yep when you get someone coming in with that tone that he has and that screaming and wailing Spanish guitar and you know, what is he? I think he plays um, like, I don't know, I don't know what kind of guitar it's he usually plays. D- different feel. But it's, it's a very specific feel. And it's just like, that is like commanding the spotlight and it's like demanding to be front and center. And I think it's, I don't think that's what, the yeah. song needs i think i think it's funny because i think look- i think this would be a really really good song if it was her song and the yeah, that no, that it, stuff was subdued and just supportive of the song i love it that's what too, it is yeah. i think yeah. you know as a musician the, the really hard lesson to learn is you do what's best for the song you do what's best for the performance you don't you don't do what's best for you right so if you're playing in a song like you're not going to just start wailing on a, on a solo because it makes you look really good if it dra- draws yep. if it if it has a negative impact on the song as a whole the song is your your god that you're worshiping right and you need to do what you need to do to to provide for that song right to make it as good as it's going to be otherwise things aren't going to match up and it seems like that is what got lost in this song somewhere along the lines so i i was just while you were just talking i was just looking up to and stuff and i looked it up she's got an acoustic version of it i want to listen to that and see how it is yeah i'd like to listen to that sometimes because all the other ones are like you know with her with santana at the the music awards and here at santana Mm -hmm. here and here and she showed up at a santana show and they saw in which the huge showcase is him standing in the front of the stage wailing on his guitar right 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 and welcoming her mustache and his hat and yeah yeah Yeah. hey hey, you gotta respect the stash um, respect the stash man yeah. that's another t-shirt we should get so for sure yeah um, <laughs> we but, should make a, a t-shirt design with like famous mustaches of all musicians there you go like lemmy's mustache and yeah. uh Mine. james hetfield and yeah. you know yours <laughs> but, so i'm going to listen to this after we get off to see how it is it's, a, it's a, yeah uh, i just like i feel like it's a good acoustic. song it's it's a good song it's just it's yeah, I think it's just got something that it doesn't need. So we'll maybe we can do is add that to the line of notes too. Yeah, so people can listen to it, kind of get a feel yeah. for it. Nope. So that's for it. Sure. So I I respect everything that you that you brought up, and I do respect this song. I just thank you. Not every song is gonna mesh with every every person. No. So. no. I pretend like all your stuff, but I don't like most of it. Yeah, I know you. I know you don't like most of it. I, <laughs> no, I, I kind of assume that you you probably don't like most of the songs I bring. No, so. I I like learning new songs, new stuff. Like I love Volbeat now because of you know the, you brought them up stuff. So I did, but I didn't know. I, that, I you, know. you know I could talk about them so much. They're just <laughs> such a surprise. It's just such a surprising band. They just there's always yeah. diff- different things in all their songs, and they're just really really good. And it's cool because it's almost like a gateway band for people who don't listen to heavy music, right? Yeah. Yeah, because they have some really, really heavy songs. But it's just his, the, the tone of his voice, though, is unbelievable. Yeah, That's and the is. and the melodies he creates are just yeah. really good. So yeah, they're probably going to come up in like every episode for some reason. You know? <laughs> so. That's it. Cool. So that's, I think that's good. I, I, I mean, anyone you'd like to hear cover this song? Santana, maybe. I don't you know. Um, I don't know. 
No, she's got a pretty unique voice too, you know, like, and I'm interested to hear the, the solo acoustic to see kind of where she takes it and all, but, um, no, I didn't even think of that. I can't, how about you? Anybody can think of that you could hear doing yeah, this? Jason Mraz. Yeah. Yeah. No. Tina Turner, maybe. Yeah. Tina Turner. <laughs> Macy Gray. Um, yeah. Well, Macy Gray was, it was offered to as well. I know, you that's know, why I said it. And she turned it down. I saw your note. She's, yeah, yeah, she's got unique, she's got a unique voice too, so. But that's good. I, I think my favorite part is maybe the break at the end when it, they were all, uh, you know, clapping along and singing and stuff. And he's a little more subtle in the background. But I do like the the first two, probably the first two lines uh, of uh, or the or first two verses where um, he's just kind of doing the, the real tasteful fills in between. You and know, see, like that's that what I'm saying. Like, that's what he should have stuck with yep. for it. And I think if he had done that, then I think the song would be a lot more approachable for a lot of people. So you know what I mean? Let's, let's make sure we can let him know that that you know these two guys in New Hampshire are going to tell him how to do his job. Yeah, somebody tweet <laughs> at uh, tweet at Carlos <laughs> Santana. Hey, and listen, like, let me tell you something. Here's an idea. That song back you know, 22 years ago. Like okay. he'll be like, yeah, well, the the 1.4 million dollars that that song made me in the first year yeah, says, says, says otherwise. <laughs> Whatever it was. Good. Okay, that's it. Awesome. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you got you know got something out of it. And uh, if you agree with us or don't agree with us, that's fine. Whatever. Let us know. I don't really care. But uh, I hope you enjoy. <laughs> I hope you discovered some new music or or discovered some new um, you know, a better understanding of songs that you do or don't like. You know, as we, that's kind of what we always go for. And if you if you hearing this, this is what we do. This is what we've always yeah. done. Is having these kind of conversations, good or bad, or trying to sway each other's like no no understand like we just we yeah. want to understand what makes songs great to to yep. people yeah and dad went through this song explaining what makes it great in his mind yeah and i fought it i fought him tooth and nail every <laughs> step of the way so that's it's like you ripped me apart is. with with musicology i'm still in therapy over that man with with prince but <laughs> oh yeah that was a yeah that one was a rough yeah. <laughs> um, so remember to follow us on all of the socials and and click all the sh- links in our show notes for all of the things that that we do. Pantheon. Uh, yeah, and check out pantheonpodcast.com for more music related podcasts. And uh, with that, I think that's it, right? Stay yep. hydrated, listen to good music, and don't be a dick. We'll talk to you next time. See you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.